0: The USFL Gambling Podcast live reaction show to the USFL draft on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So go grab that thing and let it ride.
1: Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn-of-the-century critic as crude and barbaric, with little chance of survival. But survive it did. Being played in the United
0: States Football League Oh my God, the quarterback is toast We sometimes forget that
1: football being the consummate team sport, is a
0: great deal more successful when you do play as a unit
1: and don't rely on individual talent Frankly, I'm impressed with the USFL
0: And now the Panthers are back on the clock yet again. So uh we will see fish, uh, fish You know, Fisher loves that the back to back. Hey, I get to get two of my guys. Who cares about the quarterback? Um, You got any names? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm cruising our sheets. I I'm trying to see if there's any connection to Jeff Fisher. I know we're still in edge, but uh, uh I see miles Brown. He spent some time with the Tennessee Titans. Maybe Fisher would know you know, uh, some guys still there in Tennessee, uh, played at Wofford. Maybe they go, maybe they go that direction. Obviously, uh, you know, there's like, I, I, I alluded to, there's some, uh, some, some players out there from the sec. There's this guy that I can't even pronounce his name, but Kalani Vaca from Oregon state who played with the, the DC defenders and also the Jacksonville Jaguars and the aviators in the spring league. That would be one that kind of makes sense from an experience point of view. He started thirty-one games at Oregon State. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think. I think maybe uh, maybe they take a shot on him. We'll see. As uh, Javier Edwards, that's one I'm very familiar with. He's a guy that went to Colorado and he was drafted by the uh, Houston Texans. Also played with the Arizona Cardinals. That's a guy I was impressed with when he was at uh, Colorado. So that would make a lot of sense. Um, David Gilbert, perhaps from Miami with the Hurricanes. Uh, you know, Miami defensive lineman. For decades, have been efficient in in pro football. So uh, maybe that will be the next pick. I'm refreshing the page every couple seconds here, seeing who the Panthers get as Jeff Fisher. You know, I wonder do they dial it back? Do they do a little 46 defense? Kayvon Walker is the pick from the University of Maryland. Interesting because, hey, University of Maryland, you might remember back in the day they had Randy White. Famous Dallas Cowboy defensive lineman. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Kayvon Walker is the next one. What do you make of the pick, Kayvon Walker, University of Maryland, Big Ten? So you know, okay, battle tested Big Ten East. I think you can argue right there with the SEC West because you got to play Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, n- no matter what, uh, that that alone is, is something that is a. Uh, uh, battle tested for sure. Now you look at this guy's career since, since going pro, he was with the bears in 2018. He went to the Kansas city chiefs, 2019. He was with the New York guardians in 2020. So we got an XFL experience and he was the XFL sacks leader in 2020 rod. And then he uh, was with the Steelers after that. What do you make of the pick? I remember him making
2: noise with the guardians. I remember him constantly being in the broadcast as far as uh, big name Kavon Walker coming in and, and sacking the quarterback, and of course it was only five games, so it wasn't that necessarily hard to be the XFL sack leader. But the dude always was there; he was always around the quarterback. He was always uh, making trouble and, and causing trouble. So, uh,
0: hey, hey, he says if you can crown the the roughnecks uh, champions, he can crown his sack championship. You know, <laughs> sacks leader in the XFL. But yeah, I think it's I think it's a pretty good pick uh, for Jeff Fisher. So now. On the clock, we bounce back to the Tampa Bay bandits. And this is when you wonder, you wonder because Todd Haley doesn't have a, uh, you know, he's an offensive minded guy. So you wonder, do they take a shot? I want to see my guy, Javier Edwards. Now, I don't know. I'm I'm sitting there going through these, these sheets. There's Dominic Davis. I mean, there's a slew of, of, of talent out there. We do have a pick though.
2: So we don't have to speculate about it.
0: There we go. It's making Michael, my job making my job easy. Who is it? Michael Scott of
2: the Zips. Akron University. Yeah,
0: Akron well, look, I can tell you this. I made a lot of money fading, fading the Akron that. zips in college football for a long time. But that does not mean that the guy's a bad player. All right. That does not mean sometimes there's diamonds in the rough. The Mac has a lot of players. Um, oh Oklahoma State. I'm sorry, not Akron. Um oh, there's many Michael Scott's out there. All right.
2: Uh, my bad. See, This is what happens when you start diving into these leagues, man.
0: Well, look, Oklahoma state, Jim Knowles had a good defense with them uh, last year, but I'll be honest prior to that, their defense that, that to me uh, traditionally hasn't been a great defense. They're kind of up and down in, in, uh, in over, I would say over the past decade, uh, last year was their big jump up and you see what happened. They almost made the college football playoffs. So uh, this is a guy that uh, graduated in 2019. He was a senior. He played in all 13 games, uh, had nine tackles uh, and one and a half sacks. I mean, so the stat line's not crazy. He also played at uh, Trinity Valley community college. Now he did have some months, uh, some pretty decent numbers there on the Juco ranks. He also prior to that was at SMU. Uh, so uh, Hey, there we go. All right. We got the, uh, the, the draft is rolling. All right. It is Roland and the Philadelphia Stars select Gus Cumberland. All right, Gus Cumberland. First off, not enough guys named Gus anymore, so I'm on board already. Shout out to the great Gus Farrut, but Gus Cumberland from Oregon. And once again, this was this is my point with the Oregon Ducks: is the, I trust the coaching over the years. Like I said, I was a skeptic on Mario Cristobal on many levels, but uh, their defensive coaches. Have been legit, even with Willie Taggart, their defensive coaches. I I trust. So Gus Cumberland comes in. By the way, he played tight end in high school too. Gotta love that. Um, But yeah, so this is a guy that was with the the New Orleans Saints for a little bit. Um, Gus Cumberland. Uh, what do you make of the pick,
2: Cumberlander? Let's give the guy his credit. Gus Cumberlander. Uh, what was it twenty three total tackles on this season? Uh, a couple of fumble recoveries again, just one of those guys, scrappy guys around the ball. I'm sure he'll find a way to, to fit into a system, uh, very well. So yeah, another pack 12 kind of a person, uh, that we're starting to see now, uh, just emerge. These guys coming from the big programs. This is, this is who they're after. Uh, we're seeing some, some small schools sprinkled in here and there, but by and large, I mean, we're seeing a lot of the, the bigger, uh, conferences represented here. So Gus Cumberlander, welcome to the USFL, my friend.
0: Yes, and now we have Colin Hill going to the Generals. Colin Hill, a former Texas Tech Red Raider. Um, that is why that's interesting too, because I mean, you know, look at Texas Tech; they're definitely not known for their defense. Um, and especially what he came to Texas Tech. Um, well, first off, he was a freshman at Notre Dame, so he was recruited by Notre Dame back in 2014. Transfers to Texas Tech. But Texas Tech probably in that era was Cliff Kingsbury. They were not known for their defense. However, it, it stands out to me if you get recruited by Notre Dame, that means you're doing something right. Um, so that is the pick. And this is a guy who originally comes from uh, uh, just outside of San Antonio, Texas. So uh, uh, what, what can I say? Decent pick. I, I'm a little concerned because anyone, those Texas Tech teams of Cliff Kingsbury were giving up like 75 points a game. So a bit concerning there, but doesn't mean you're a bad player just because you're surrounded by potentially bad players. What do you what do you make of the pick? My
2: the stat that stands out to me the most is the pass defendants. He had eight. He's got eight over the course of his career. And really, again, these edge rushers you can't really count on them for interceptions too much. And sacks are another big thing. But uh, for me, if, if if you're aware enough around the line of scrimmage to be able to put your hands up and block a pass. Uh, again, we talked about it with the, some of the earlier guys, as far as, uh, being able to be opportunistic in a league like this, where the quarterbacks are going to be absolutely just on, on their, off their game at first, uh, if you can either get to them and, or create enough, uh, confusion around them to bat down a few passes, at the line of scrimmage, um, I think you're, you're a good addition. And I think this is something that he brings to the table as per his, his, uh, past defense stats.
0: All right. Well, look. The the I'm sorry. While while you were talking, good breakdown there, and I agree. But the Houston Gamblers selected, and they went with a veteran. Am I seeing this correctly? Am I Gooden? Oh, uh, no, that's not a veteran. I once again pulled up the wrong the wrong uh, page there. Yeah. Good. I was about to say, I was like, wait, this guy started in 2003. No wrong guy. Wrong guy. I was like, they they drafted a 40 year old. They drafted me basically. Uh, No, uh, this is a guy from Samford, Samford, not Stanford FCS player, but look, plays the outside linebacker. and, And let me tell you, Samford has had some decent teams before he's played with the Denver Broncos in 2019. He played with the New York jets as well at 19 and 20, then the Buffalo bills. And then he played in the spring league in 2021. So, Hey, this is a guy that is experienced. It makes sense. Spring league transition to the USFL makes sense. Uh, and, and honestly, like his college career is pretty impressive. 22 sacks, five, five pass breakups, two forced fumbles, five fumble recoveries and 46 games played 273 tackles. What do you make of the pick there? Rod.
2: It's not surprising to see a lot of these spring league players go to this. Obviously we know the pedigree of, of the USFL, so. Uh, a lot of these guys that played in the spring league are going to get run in here. So for me, this is exactly why the spring league existed, right? You're, you're trying to, uh, breed the next generation of, of player. And, you know, he's going to get that opportunity. Um, a lot of college yeah, not really all that much college experience. Obviously we, we saw that he went to the practice rosters, the Broncos, the jets, the bills. Uh, so, you know, again, he most recently played, which, if you're looking for experience, somebody that's been on the field uh, before somebody that hasn't been on the field is somebody you're going to want to take. So uh, I don't hate the pick. We'll definitely see how he, how
0: he does. And I'm seeing the next pick is in Chauncey Haney to the stallions, the Birmingham stallions, not the Baltimore stallions. Um, Now this is one, a very interesting one, because this is a guy who played at North Greenville. If my, if my uh, North Greenville is a D two college, so look, going to grab an obscure player doesn't mean you're a bad player if you're playing at North. I mean, some of the best players in NFL history or in pro football history have came from from smaller schools. You know, Daryl Green was Texas A and I, Jerry Rice, Mississippi Valley State. Uh, so this is a guy who was uh, pretty damn efficient in, on the D two level. Uh, what do you mean obscure? Sure, but uh, doesn't mean bad player. This is a guy two forty five. Six five two forty five. Wow! And uh, gets after the ball. What do you make of it?
2: Any guy who can get you seventy eight total tackles in a season doesn't matter what division it's in. If you can get those kind of numbers, you are a very solid player. Sixteen tackles for loss. He had a pass defense. A couple of forced fumbles. Uh, you know, again, this is a guy that played ten games and averaged what three solo tackles a game around the line of scrimmage. That's that's pretty doggone good. Uh, you know, especially for edge rushers nowadays. So. Yeah, give that to me every day.
0: Yeah, and and I mean, a lot of people had him projected on their board. He he had been a commodity known uh, on the D two level, so not surprised to see his name called early in the USFL draft. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, if you can play football, it doesn't matter. That was always a, a great thing. I remember Jerry Glanville said, uh, as the Pittsburgh Maulers are on the clock, but uh, he said they'll find you. We we were talking to Jerry Glanville about when they found uh, June Jones. He was a quarterback at Portland state. And he said, yeah, as long as they got film, we'll find you, there's talent out there. We'll find you. And that's a perfect example of Chauncey Haney from North Greenville, best wishes and uh, congratulations to Chauncey Haney. Uh, All right. Well, the Maulers are on the clock. They went defensive tackle in the previous or with the previous pick in the previous round. Uh, We shall see what they do here. I'm looking at her sheet and I still see there's a couple there's a couple names out there that uh, haven't been called according to uh and we had them rated pretty high we'll see uh what happens remember get the sgpn app you can look at the same sheet that i'm looking at or go to com. and uh yeah i mean uh this is this is one mallers to me i just think they're going to be a run first team uh and and just just the fact that I've alluded to this all day I feel like or really all all ever since I've known Kirby, Kirby Wilson went there uh by the way the pick is in it is Nasir player Nasir player um this is a guy socon player again um East Tennessee State Buccaneer and we just saw them in the FCS playoffs a season ago now he was he wasn't on that team but in 2019 he was a buccaneer and he was uh first off he was on Phil Steele's All-America team for the FCS, that 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 is a high praise. That is a high praise. So, um, that is impressive, right there. Six five, two hundred forty-one pounds. Um, this guy gets after it. He gets after the ball. So, t- ten tackles for loss, losses senior year. Forty-five tackles overall. Twenty-four solo. Led the team with tackles. Uh, four and a half sacks as well. Um, so, j- this guy can play. Uh, he's number 45 on the film here. If you look at it, I know it's not the best quality. Uh, We're working on getting an SGPN blimp that can go over every game because uh, yes, the goalpost is in the fucking way, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, this guy, honestly, if you look at his stats, he's been, he's been pretty, pretty darn efficient in his 43 game career at East Tennessee state with the Buccaneers. Uh, he also won SoCon Defensive Player of the Week before. Uh, yeah, uh, I, this is—I uh, think it's probably going to be a good pick. So,
2: looks like he's got and a he, quick step off the ball. Like that—that's really when you initially watch that. You—you you watch his path to the quarterback to the ball carrier, and—and and for me, what I see right there from that film is just he's got—he doesn't have the dance around. He's not waiting for the play to develop. He's diagnosing the play and actually getting after it as soon as he, the ball is snapped. So there's, there's not a lot of um, thought process in it. He's just C ball, hit ball. So I I like that in a player.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, and FCS, like I said, FCS, there's a lot of FCS schools. East Tennessee state keeps a good program. So the the FCS, you know, you have, uh, if you're, if you're a good program in the FCS, you're probably like in the 60, 70, 80 range in, in the FBS. So uh, clearly he's talented next up. The pick is uh St. Amore to the new Orleans breakers. This is a guy comes over from Georgia tech. Do I got to mention how many great defensive players have, uh, have been, came out of Georgia tech a lot. All right. On the defensive line, you can go and there's a, a slew of them too. Marco Coleman is the one that sticks out. Cause they won a national championship. Yes. Georgia tech won a national championship. It was 1990, but it happened. Uh, what do you make of the pick? We got we got uh, Jim and Chase are going to join us on this one. Obviously, we're talking uh, New Orleans Breakers. So, guys, first off, what do you make of the pick to the New Orleans Breakers? And uh, I guess I'll ask. I guess I'll ask Chase first because he's the Breaker fan. Are you happy with Saint Amor? Oh, are we? Do we got? Do we got audio? Chase,
2: Ch- yeah, unmute him. All right, so <laughs> I'm here. All right. I don't, I don't think you could have
1: picked a better player.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't Um, think we were, we were talking a little bit behind the scenes. I don't think you could have picked a player with a better name to fit with the, uh, the new Orleans vibe. He's got that French quarter vibe to him. Love it. I, I also, we were talking about these uh, these teams have a type they're going for the, the edge rushers, the quick guys, not the big beefy defensive lineman for the most part. They're going for like the guys who are around the 6'6", 250 to 275 range. Love it. I think I think he's a pretty good pick. I think, he's, I think Henri St. Amour is one of these guys that might have like fly, flown under the radar.
0: Well, and, and he, he led Georgia tech in, in, uh, in sacks back in 2018 as a senior. Uh, and I think that, so he was a Paul Johnson recruit. So he was going up against the triple option a lot in college, which, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much we'll see it in the USFL, but in general, the numbers don't st- the, the numbers speak for itself as far as him, uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, I mean I could look at certain games where he really hit a monster game against North Carolina. That's against Larry Fedora. That's probably why he drafted him. I'm looking at the numbers right now. Uh, nine tackles, three quarterback hurries, and a game-winning interception against North Carolina. Larry Fedora is sitting there like, oh shit, let me draft this guy. Uh, so uh yeah, I think pretty good draft pick. What do
3: you guys make of the whole round overall though? I thought there was a really good there's a couple of really guys sprinkled in there. I thought uh, Ahmad Gooden was a good uh, good sneak. Um, I think he's one of those guys that um, due to injury in college kind of flew under the radar of a lot of people. Didn't Cause he looked, he looked really promising when he was playing and then bad injury happened, knocks down his draft stock. And then all of a sudden he's just, he's under everybody's radar. Yeah.
4: I, I think Chris Odom's just a sneaky, good pick, sneaky, good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I Chris mean, Odom's, a guy, I, yes. For, um, NFL
0: pedigree, NFL pedigree. You can't go wrong with that. And and it's his see, father, it definitely, definitely seems like they have they got a type for these edge rushers. Everyone's about anywhere from six three to six
2: six, about two fifty to about two sixty with long wingspans. Uh,
3: I yeah. definitely love the arms on a lot of these guys. I love the speed. Uh, Chauncey Haney is another good pick. I think to the to the Stallions, he's been under the radar. I, I think what these guys are doing, what the, what we're seeing from just this in general. Um, we're seeing a lot of these guys that people don't know the names of too much. And, uh, I'm, I, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name, the, the player for the new, uh, the New York guardians who got picked. Um,
0: oh, it was, uh, man, I'm drawing a blank on it right now. I have name overhaul, but he was just taken. Um,
3: exactly. Yeah. These names are just going so fast. It's insane.
0: I know. I know what you're, who you're referring to, but he was the saying. most
3: dominant defensive player on the most dominant defensive line in the XFL. I always got to
0: rep that. Yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, I mean, look, I think it's a good pick. We're going to see. I'm I'm curious like Toby Johnson still hasn't been taken from G- he you know, played at Georgia, played in the NFL with a number of teams, played with the Guardians. Um we'll see uh what happens there. Uh but anyway, guys, we got to get to an ad here. We got to get paid, but we, you better believe we have you covered for all 35 rounds on the USFL gambling podcast. So, with no further ado,
2: this SGPN live coverage of the USFL draft on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is going to give you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Propswap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, receive up to $500. In bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the prop swap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We are also brought to you by IP vanish safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data right now. It's super easy to use. IP vanish is all you have to do. Tap one button and you're instantly protected. Go to IPvanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPV dot com slash SGP. And of course, do not forget to download the SGP and app. It is your home for all of our free picks, podcasts, and live streams. Just like this one Colby, all right. Yes. Colby. We've already been through three rounds, dude, three rounds. What the heck
0: are you excited? Because the pick is already in. I can't even talk about oh, how much dude. I'm excited about this because the breakers are back on the clock. And they have already submitted their pick. It is James Fulston jr. Not to be confused with senior James Fulston jr. And this guy played at Pitt. And let me tell you something Pitt is to me, uh, one of the secret places to me where you, if you go play defense for Pitt, I'm paying attention. All right. I'm paying attention. They have had a long pedigree of great defensive pe- uh, players, especially on the defensive line. Uh, you know, you could go through. Obviously, Aaron Donald is from Pitt. Uh, Sean Gilbert is from Pitt. Uh, Tony Saragusa is from Pitt. Uh, I could go on and on and on about the, you know how many great defensive players, especially on the defensive line, that the uh, that you know the Pittsburgh Panthers put out. So here we are. The Breakers get James Folston Jr. and I'm actually familiar with James Folston because I remember him. Uh, Pat Narduzzi say what you want about his, you know, coaching in game. He's a guy that is going to have a physical defense. So I love this pick. I think this pick is going to end up working out. You look at some of the, some of the games, some of the performances he's had in his college, in his college career. I, I I'm on board. Great pick. He's originally from Florida. So uh, uh, great pick. And I think it's going to work out with him in the new Orleans breakers. What do you think of the pick?
2: Love that he played with the Dallas renegades that my friend is an XFL tie in that I am happy to, uh, to make. And I remember seeing him a couple of times on the field. So yeah, again, another one of these guys that's got spring league uh, type actual, uh, experience that's going to make a, a name for himself, hopefully in the USFL, uh, really good college stats to back. it. I mean, not really great, but you know, again, stuff that he can build on, the future of the USFL for sure.
0: They beat Clemson in college. All right. So that's, that's all you need to know at Clemson, they went there, they got the win. Um, Yeah. uh, Look, like I said, Narduzzi, we can question his in-game coaching, but defensively the guy knows what he's doing about uh, developing talent too. So um, next up the Pittsburgh Maulers, I don't know what that sound was, but that the Pittsburgh Maulers Drafted Eric Asua. Am I, am I butchering that name? Oh, you're good. Asua uh, is that Asua? Uh, he is from uh, Western Michigan. This is a guy, uh, 240 pounds, originally from Silver Spring, Maryland. Six-two, two forty. Hey, I mean, look the MAC. You look and say, okay, I don't know. The MAC traditionally not a defensive powerhouse conference, but sometimes you can find some good players. Look at this. look at the the, the slides here. As we got uh, some action and some TSL up, Those there you sprints. go, getting after it. Yeah, getting after. It. He's got speed; or you could tell right there. And uh, look, this is a guy that started pretty much his whole college career. That that alone with TSL experience, pretty damn impressive. Um, and and coming from the D.M.V. area, where's Patty C. when you need him? Because uh, pretty impressive uh, as far as as far as you know his resume as a guy anytime you find a guy i don't care where you're playing but you started almost your whole college career i mean you were doing something right because he was playing it's still d1 football and and to me that's impressive and you, obviously he made an impact in the spring league as well what do you make of the pick
2: well i liked him in the spring league that alpha's defense was actually a pretty good defense and it was one of the more formidable ones of the the spring league and uh, i do remember his name being called off a few times there too Uh, watching the alphas play. And he always had a, a way to get around into the football, you know, and, and just uh, that uh, alpha's defense was so good that, uh, you know, they just, they really made a name for themselves and obviously hearing him uh, on there. wow, somebody's driving by.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, now the stallions have, have since drafted Seth Thomas. And I can tell you, I like this pick because I watch a lot of FCS football, right? Um, Northern Iowa has kept, I know Kurt Warner, first off, Kurt Warner, Diedrich Ward, David Johnson, all from Northern Iowa, but they keep a really good defense. They keep a, they, I am always impressed with their defense. Their, their head coach used to play defense for them. And, uh, yeah, I, they always have a good defense. So Seth Thomas, every time you watch them play like Iowa state or Iowa, they give them a run for the money every year. And a lot of it is due to that defense keeps these, uh, these, you know, FBS teams in check, when they play them and you look at what he, uh, what he did in his college career. So without even diving in his career, I'm impressed because if you play it at Northern Iowa on the defensive side of the ball, you get my attention, much like Pitt, in very similar fashion. So so. uh, this is a guy who started what three years redshirted his first year. uh, But after that started, uh, started the rest of his career at Northern Iowa Uh, I'm on board. I think this guy can play. I think uh, look. he seems to have. Uh, damn, he was an athlete too, played a bunch of different sports in, in high school. So sign me up for this pick. Uh, what do you think of Seth Thomas to uh the stallions? Like two and a half
2: sacks on the year. Again, not outstandingly jump out numbers, but look, if you can get to the quarterback at least once, you're still doing all right. But yeah. season high, six tackles, one sack against Iowa State. Uh didn't get any interceptions, so but whatever. And as we have a note in our in our backstage. He is heir to the Wendy's hamburger fortune. Thanks, Chase.
0: Damn, <laughs> is that true? Chase, Win- is that really true? Is winning me hear? over.
2: <laughs> I want a hamburger then, if that's the case.
0: Winning me over with the junior bacon cheeseburger. Wow, that so is so not so. sourced, but I think uh I'm <laughs> I i going to go ahead and believe it. All right, I'm going to go ahead and believe it. This guy, I t- definitely, definitely uh had something to do. Wait, what at uh, Wendy's member they have the square burgers, right? They don't cut corners. No, they do they, not. They don't cut corners, man. <laughs> uh, Seth Thomas, though, I think that's a good pick. And now we have uh, an, I mean the picks are just coming in, man. It's, it's like I, I can't even load up the sheet fast enough, but we have Draquan Brown to the Houston Gamblers. Uh let's 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 have some fun with this. Central, Central Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Hey that's so central Oklahoma. That might've been Dennis Rodman's college. I can't remember. It might've been Southeast Oklahoma. I can't recall, but he also played at independence community college. So I think we know that one uh, in Kansas originally from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, this is one where I'll be honest. I'm I dive into football as hard as I can, but I have not watched too many central Oklahoma games. All right. <laughs> uh, not if they're out there, send me the tape. I'll watch them, but Hey, uh, <laughs> So, getting an unknown commodity. Remember, Larry Allen, Nate Newton. I mean, we can go on and on. I just mentioned David Johnson. Um, you get these guys that are from small schools, and sometimes they can hit. They, they can hit a home run for you. So, Draquan Brown is uh, is a gambler. All right. So, my, and also it says uh, we we got another pick in. Boom, Malik Lord, Hamner man. to the Generals. We can barely talk about these. This is a. Uh, Malik Hamner is going to the new Jersey generals. Um, This is a guy that, uh, well, I think he actually played some in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So he went to Jackson state as well. And boy, are they uh, becoming a commodity in the college football world? This guy? uh, Yeah. uh, I mean, Jackson state, do I need to mention that uh, Jackie Slater and uh, Walter Payton went there? And you know, don't know Deion Sanders' coaches there. I mean, this is, don't question the pedigree at Jackson State. And uh, this guy, all conference, second team, uh, two time MVP. Wow, that's getting it done there. Um, what do you make of the pick? I, I like it. I like that he gets a chance
2: to show off what he's done. Again, he was in the Jaguars mini camp, he got invited there. Uh, so, again, a guy that's caught a lot of scouts' eyes, but. It just hasn't been able to showcase it on the gigantic field yet. So, you know, he, he had a little injury that uh, kind of maybe set his career back a little bit, but he's a hundred percent healed now. And, uh, and he's ready to go. So, um, you know, he, like it said, he caught the CFL's eye too, as well as the NFL. So the people up North were looking at him as well. Um, But yeah. So uh, again, if it wasn't for the injury that, uh, that got caught. Yeah. Then- and, and I'm sorry and- to cut yeah. you
0: off, but, but, Picks picks are coming in, man. I don't mean to cut you off. Philadelphia stars have selected Carol Phillips. Carol Phillips is a guy. Hey, he's got NFL experience. He uh, went to the university of Illinois originally from uh, West little river, Florida, outside of Miami there. And lo- if you look at and see what you got here, this is a guy that, that can play. He he spent a a decent amount of time in the NFL. 2017, he was with the Jacksonville Jaguars. 2018, the Indianapolis Colts. 2019, the Washington Redskins. Then the Atlanta Falcons, and then he was with the Generals in the Spring League. This is a a pick that makes sense. He's experienced. This guy's been in the. uh, He's been a player for a while now. So uh, I actually think this is a a great pick at the at linebacker there for the Philadelphia Stars and Bart Andrus. So I'm excited. I'm excited about this one. And uh, look, Bart Andrus, I think quietly right now, quietly having one of the better drafts gamblers. I look, I love I saw the chat talking about the gamblers name. Yes. Fantastic name. You know, I got the gamblers helmet there. We love the Houston gamblers. However, I don't know about some of the draft picks. I think there's some question marks I've been wrong before the Philadelphia stars, I think are putting together one of the best draft classes in the new USFL. So What's up, Rod? I, I know we had some technical difficulty, but Carol Phillips is is now a uh, Philadelphia Star, and is a guy that's played uh, on on four different NFL teams. Well experienced, he was also on the Generals in the Spring League, so I think it's a pretty good pick. Well, for
2: he knows how to play championship football because the Generals were the TSL league champions, so. Uh, if you're going to, if you're going to draft somebody, if you're going to pick somebody for your team, how about somebody that's won a championship recently? And that's exactly what he's done with the generals. So give me all the Carol Phillips. If if I'm picking.
0: Yeah. And I, I think Bart Andrews is putting together a pretty decent draft class so far. I know at the end, we're going to be able to sit down and we'll be able to see, uh, you know, uh, pick by pick team by team. But uh, so far it, I've been impressed with the the drafting of the Philadelphia Stars. Um, so yeah, uh, look, I think, uh, what do we got next? We got what the, or I believe the bandits are next on the clock followed by the Michigan, Michigan Panthers. Panthers. So the bandits, I mean, Todd Haley, these, I feel like I I I, can't, I don't have the whole draft in front of me for the bandits, but I feel like it's been all right. They get, they got Tamu in the, with the second pick. I think that was a blessing in disguise for them because I think they were probably shocked that he wasn't going number one. Um, bandits on the clock. And uh, what do you make of uh, Todd Haley and uh, what's going on down there with bandit ball? Wait, I, I got something for us. Let's cue up the bandit ball theme. We
1: come from down in Gator Country.
4: We are the pride of Tampa Bay. We play football and we're called the bandits.
1: We ball.
0: Gotta be tough, gotta hang rough. Bandit ball, yes, you are rocking with the USFL Gambling Podcast, Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That gets me amped. Jerry Reed, may he rest in power. G- to giving us that one back with Burt Reynolds and Bandit Ball was a thing with Spurrier. Who knew? Who knew that they'd Come be back? For the picks. Come for the
2: pick stay for the amazing uh, old USFL music.
0: <laughs> yes, for the soundtrack. All right, the USFL jukebox over here. The pick is in. It is Adam Schuler, who I believe I know as a flawed a gator. Look, uh, if you once again cue in the the take on the SEC, they always play. Str- they're always strong on the offensive defensive line. But originally, he was at West Virginia which uh, with Dana Holgerson, I believe. Yeah. Dana Holgerson recruited him. Uh, He, he played solid at, at, at West Virginia. If you go, go back and look at some of the, uh, the big time performances, he had a two sack game against Kansas state. K state's a good program year in year out, Uh, had seven tackles against Virginia tech in the opener. Remember that opener was in Landover Maryland at FedEx field. That was a big, that's big time performance right there. I don't care you know, uh, whatever you're, you're doing that against a uh, fish uh, uh, like a uh, very efficient teams like Virginia tech and Kansas state blue collar teams getting it done. And then when he transfers over to Florida, he was, this guy killed it. And he's also book smart got on the, uh, the honor roll at Florida. Holy shit. I feel like that is <laughs> that alone right there. Now that's at Florida. Maybe they curse. I don't know, but uh, Hey, the guy can play and uh, Got you. Got, got a sack in the Peach Bowl against Michigan, getting it done. Adam Schuler, from originally from Longwood. What do you What do you make of the pick?
2: Almost seventy total tackles in his time at Florida. Not bad. Uh, six tackles for a loss and lost twenty eight yards. Three and a half sacks. So that's what I like about that. Three and a half sacks there. It's It's not It's not easy to get a lot of sacks in college. It's not easy to get a large sack total in college. And so if you can get yourself three four uh, five sacks in a season. I, I'm okay with that. Cause again, you know, we, we just don't see that dominant sometimes of a performance defensively in, in these offensive style uh, uh, leagues and in college football together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And to me, I mean, playing at Florida, I know you're in the sec East and you're not in the West, but uh, Panthers are on the clock. Um, uh, but, but the sec still has dominant, like Kentucky puts out great defensive linemen, linebackers, like they, they're they always stout. Even some, even sometimes even Vanderbilt will have some players make the, the, the NFL on that D line, sec, offensive defensive lines have always been, you know, a calling card of that conference and, and really a, a testament to the schools and the style of football they play there. Uh, so we have the Panthers on the clock and I know Jeff Fisher, you know, he's probably not going to lunch until they got to pick offensive players. He, here he is uh, getting a, getting another defensive player. We're waiting for the pick, but the Panthers um, still the, the, I think one of the shocking stories of the USFL draft with the Shea Patterson pick, I think you sit back and say, huh? I mean, were they just going for a local name for ticket sales? I don't know. I mean, I like Shea Patterson. If he can, if they can get Shea Patterson to play, like he played at Ole miss, he could tear this league up. Now, if it's Shay Patterson, like I saw with Jim Harbaugh, I'm concerned, but Jeff Fisher is not an offensive guy. So it matters. Who is he giving the keys of the offense to? Um, I don't know, but, uh, but uh, that that's, I think the biggest, I think it's the biggest storyline in the draft so far is what, what the Michigan Panthers did with the first pick. What What do you think?
2: I think the, yes, those, those picks are going to be looming large, but uh, I, Colby, I don't think we've seen the most important pick of the draft yet. I mean, to be honest with you, I, again, I love all the quarterback drafts. I really do, but a lot of what you build is, is built on, can you protect that quarterback or can you open up the holes for the running backs or can you stop the other quarterback from getting? So I, I still don't think we've seen the most important picks of these drafts yet. We've got good building blocks going so far. But I have a feeling that, especially when we talk about spring football and how just the, the, the talent pool is deep in this because you're, you're again, not talking about NFL players where it's, it's kind of a big drop-off between the most elite and then the other guys around it. Like these guys are all evenly matched in a sense, because they all have that same sort of talent level that, that gets them to be in these types of leagues. And a lot of them, yes, can catapult into, to big stardom in the NFL, Uh, but by and large, if we're going to talk about a team and a league that actually has staying power, we want guys to, to sort of be in that same bubble. So yeah, again, I, I know we've seen some good picks, but I don't think we've seen the best of it yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I'm still waiting for that shocker. I mean, I guess we got a little bit of a shocker. with Shea Patterson at one, but uh, I'm still waiting to see, you know, one of these wild cards drafted uh, perhaps we will. Uh, I think we have, uh, we have a guest coming up, but first we're waiting for the Michigan Panthers on the clock. Jeff Fisher, By the way, you
2: know, this is the he, longest time. This is the longest time we've had between picks. Oh, well, and there we go.
0: <laughs> this is, well, this is what he does It's Jeff Fisher. He leads the clock. All right. He's not an offensive guy. He's going to milk that clock. And the pick is in and it is chase Demore. chase Demore from central Washington. Don't look now that's John Kitna's alma mater. Um, Central Washington D two school. Hey, like I said, there's gems, there's diamonds in the rough. Um, this is a guy that. Uh, well, first off, they're pretty good. They're always ranked on the D two level. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm pulling up stats. I'm trying to find stats on this uh, on Chase Demore from his- any,
2: To be honest with you, Colby, th- this is a guy that didn't get a lot of run. Uh, too much. He had 11 total tackles in his two years. Uh, five tackles for loss for 34 yards. Not a not a deep pool of of numbers to pull from. So this is going to be one of those developmental guys that we, we're going to see. Uh, he, he got one
0: sack against Simon Frazier, which is a Canadian university. If memory serves me correct, um, yeah, this is one where I think it's a mystery play. Uh, where we just this is one where you play the music and just say, I, yeah, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, this. Yeah. Uh, so this is, Hey, well, well I don't get, I get a day right I cold, but, um, because I, I don't know what to assess I, I, what from, from, uh, just what he had two and a half sacks in his career. I'm seeing. So no, three sacks. sacks, three sacks, total 11 tackles. I'm sure they're not counting great stats on the, uh, on the D two level, but, uh, here we are. We, we got, we got a guest joining us. Give it Jeremy up for G- Jeremy to talk New Jersey General football. How you doing, Jeremy?
4: Oh, I'm doing. You know, USFL draft. I'm I'm pretty amped. Oh, about you, go? I mean, New Jersey Generals. They. I mean, they, they.
0: I don't know. I mean, Mike Riley goes with his traditional passer. What's your overall evaluation of the uh, the first draft for the New Jersey Generals in quite some time?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I like it. Um, I I think Ben Holmes is a good a good pick there at what were they four? Um, Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I honestly, I thought he would have went a little bit higher. Um, I think Shea Patterson pushed a couple guys back, but I like it. I think he fits Mike Riley's style, like you said. He's going to be that drop back passer, um, as well as he has some rushing upside. So I like it. I think he's going to be a a good fit to start and mold around that offense there.
0: Yeah, and uh, I mean, aside from your generals has there been like, what was the most shocking pick
4: to you so far? Is it, is
0: that the elephant in the room with Shea Patterson or is there, is there one that caught your eye even more? So
4: I'd probably say, yeah, I, I really didn't think Shea Patterson would be the top guy. Um, let alone, I mean, it was, it was great that they kept all these players kind of hidden. So it made it hard to kind of be like, Oh, who is it going to be? Um, I think Clayton Thorson was a, kind of a big one too. Um, he went a little bit higher. I think than I would have thought, but outside of those, I feel like uh, once you get outside the quarterbacks, it didn't get too, too surprising. I think a lot of those edge guys can all play. So I think it just can came down to what each team liked the best about them.
2: Do, yeah, do you the like co- the squad that that's what I want to know. Do you like the squad so far and and, and really refresh us as to who they actually picked Because that's, that's the tough one to keep up.
4: Yeah. I mean, so their defensive line is Bryson young. Um, I really like him out of Oregon. I'm a Oregon fan, we'll say. Um, but yeah, six five, two forty-five playing an edge. You got Nolan Hill out of Texas Tech, six two, two forty-five, who had 112 tackles at Texas Tech. So I mean he's a he gets around and moves around, and then Malik Hamner, who you guys had just mentioned from Jackson State coming off an injury, um, but was pretty productive down there as well in a smaller school. So I like it. I think the edge is gonna be pretty quick. Um, they're all over six foot, all over two forty. So they're all pretty big defensive ends,
0: like but how does it feel to see your rivals, the Philadelphia stars load up and I like the stars draft. I'm just going to go ahead and say, those are your arch rivals, right?
4: Yeah. Um, I would have to say, so <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I mean, they are, they have a, they've had a pretty good draft. Um, it's a little nerve wracking, but I, I think they will be fine. Let's, let's, and, let's and, let, and, let it play out and we'll see how this goes.
0: Yeah. And by the way, I agree the Clayton Thorson pick to me, still a bit of a head scratcher, but Hey, maybe it works out. I appreciate you for hopping on there, Jeremy. And uh, please come back and join us. Talk some new Jersey general football, man. Yes, please do. Uh, All right. We got to go. We got to cut to a break and we'll be back on the USFL gambling podcast. This SGPN live
2: coverage of the USFL draft on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is going to give you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit. Receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000. With one entry, head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We are also brought to you by IP Vanish. Safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. Right now, it's super easy to use. IP Vanish is all you have to do: tap one button, and you're instantly protected. Go to ipvanish.com/sgp. Use the promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com/sgp. And of course, do not forget to download the SGP and. In- app. It is your home for all of our free picks podcasts and live streams
0: just like this one. And we're back on the U S F L gambling podcast, live reaction to the U S F L draft. Yes, it is happening. Yes. We got you covered. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick on D and I am joined with the uh, co-host of the podcast, rod via Gomez. How are you doing, Rod? Uh, well, I know, I know you've been here all night with us. I'm not just saying, Hey, how you doing, man? Like you're just coming on the show, but how are you holding up is the question. We are two hours
2: into this live draft. And I literally feel as if we've been here forever because the picks are flying in, but it feels like it's gone by quickly because I'm with you. So it's just a paradoxical situation. I don't know what's going on. We got offensive tackles that are about to go off the board. And, and I, I Colby, it's just, if you would have told me stepping into this, that the action would happen this fast and this furious, I don't know that I would have believed you,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean it's been it's been it's it's like rattling. It's like, oh, I just load up one player, boom, next one, and and I see that the breakers got Nigel Chavez, uh yeah, I don't know if, uh, from from Norfolk State, if that's the case, but uh, I know offensive tackles are coming on uh with the next round here this has been chaos. I mean, it's great. It's great, but it's definitely been fast paced. All right. This is basically, you know, the NFL draft on steroids. (laughs) So uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. I'm excited to bring you the rest of the draft, uh, you know, or we're for both of us to bring you the rest of the draft, but uh, here we go. The stallions Did we get is this,
2: is this what happened? I'm trying to figure this out right
0: now as I'm refreshing their page. Once again, bear with us. Uh they we were refreshing the page. So they're skipping picks later. What does that mean, skipping picks later? That um, is pretty wild. So they're tr- is that a trade? I, I see the Birmingham Stallions welcome uh Jonathan Newsom from Ball State. Um you pull up the thing, first off, Ball State, you know, uh decent school in the Mac. Um this is a pick where first off, we're trying to understand how and what happened there. Was it a trade or not? But regardless, this is a guy who's well, has been experienced. All right. This guy, you know, came into the NFL in 2014 as a fifth round pick uh, by the Indianapolis Colts. Then he goes to uh, the Saskatchewan rough riders. Got to love that. And then he then the Ottawa red blocks uh, red blacks. And then the, uh, the BC lions. So he's, he's been a part of a couple different leagues. Um, and, and he's been, he, this is a guy who had seven and a half sacks in the NFL, in the NFL. All right. Seven and a half sacks, five forced fumbles, 47 tackles. So the guy can play um, all Mac first team back in 2013. What do you make of the pick for the Stallions and the mystery pick in a way? The one we're trying to understand. What do you make of the pick? I love Jonathan Newsom. I
2: I honestly love him because again he was a red black. I I remember watching him play, uh, and and I'm a big fan of anybody that has ever put the red and the black on and put this stylized R on their chest. So uh, I I love that pick. I love Jonathan Newsom as a player, as a as a just a guy overall. So. Um, give it to me. and Plus he won the game for us, uh, in, in one of the games that we were playing. Um, yeah. So I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it.
0: Yeah. And just, we're just trying to understand the, uh, what, what exactly happened, but regardless, Hey, stallions loading up Nigel Chavez also from Norfolk state went to the breakers. Um, so Here's those
2: are, footage for us, that's, that's the one I love to see. Look at that.
0: Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Getting after it. Getting after it right there. There we go. Oh man. Is that him on the return there too? Yes, sir. Jonathan Newsom on the return for the, taking the Alouette to town. Uh, I'm telling you, I think uh, this is probably a good pick. Or do we, do we have a clear cut answer on what exactly happened there? As far as, as how this, you know, uh, how they got the pick there. So apparently they're passing
2: on a future round. And that, okay. and that's what they're doing. So they're actually going to play or pick a, a later one, but they picked Newsom, uh, for it. So it says compensatory pick. Welcome to Birmingham, Jonathan Newsome. They've added another pass rusher. So yeah, they get, uh, they get to
0: do that. They get to skip a pick, I guess. So our first craziness is happening here. Well, I don't get I day rain, so That's the Birmingham styles had a cue in the Lou Holtz. Cause that's his son. Skip Holtz, wheeling and dealing 10 picks in the fourth round. I like it. We're getting, things are getting, things are getting spicy with the USFL draft. And we have the offensive lineman on deck. Uh, and uh, so that's going to be now, now pick wise, this goes back to the snake, right? This goes back to, I'm just trying to understand it. So if they forfeited two of their other picks, does that affect this next round? I well, don't know, apparently, but apparently they're they're skipping it. So that
2: that's what we're doing. But the they're Maulers
0: skipping. are the Maulers. Okay, okay. So the Maulers are on the clock, and they got Cheedy, Okiki, Okiki, Okiki. Uh, right? We'll take how do that. I pronounce that one? How do I how do I pronounce this? Uh, look. Okay. Yeah, give me someone. Give me a whiskey. Uh, okay. <laughs> he he is from Tennessee State as well. Tennessee State putting an, an impact uh, on this draft. Now I would have assumed the Michigan Panthers would be drafting all these guys from Tennessee State because of uh, Jeff Fisher's uh, connection. They're working with them last year. However, that's not the case. Uh, we have a draft pick though, and look, this is a guy who played for the Buccaneers. All right, play for the Buccaneers. Play with Tennessee State. Uh, spent a little bit of time uh, in, in the NFL there. So, hey, uh, what do you make of the pick? First offensive lineman off the board.
2: First offensive lineman. When we start talking about these offensive linemen, there's not like a whole ton of stats that we can go off of. This isn't one of those situations where we can point to a stat and say, oh, yeah, this is good. He didn't allow this many, especially when we're digging this deep into the thing. So, um, you know, yeah, he was one of six Tigers to start all nine games uh, helped lead the offensive unit to 105 yard per game increase. So, you know, he makes teams better. So uh, we're, we're okay with that. And if you're going to pick somebody to protect your quarterback and that's the first guy that you're going to pick, you have high hopes for him.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's gigantic and he was Phil steel, uh, all OVC first team that's Ohio Valley conference. All right. So, uh, that was the Maulers. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm kind of out of order here. So stallions on the clock. How, how did the Maulers? Okay. I'm, I'm just a little confused. there. stallions are on the clock. Uh, here we go. And uh, wait, wait what was the stallions? Uh, hey, I mean, they just, they just got their defensive guys load up. Perhaps they make two picks in this round, skip Holtz doing it. Um, and then we have after that, the Houston gamblers on the clock again. So Birmingham stallions. Who will they pick
2: the, the, snakes, the snake took a turn? The snake took a turn and then yeah. changed
0: direction. <laughs> it was too fast for everybody. They were like, Oh, hold on there. So the snake that was a Ken Stabler snake right there because I didn't uh, know what the hell was happening, but um, it zigged and we thought it was going to zag. Yes, definitely. Zig. We thought it was going to zag, but Hey, we are here for it. This is the fun of of a live draft. All the change, all the chaos. The war rooms are going insane, including the SGPN war room, trying to figure things out. You're rocking with the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Remember to subscribe and tell a friend and get that SGPN app. All of our great content. Rod, Rod hosts a NASCAR gambling podcast. I sure and do. We just we and just had the date done than that. Yeah, <laughs> and we just had. <laughs> We just had the Daytona 500. Make sure you subscribe to that. Also, he hosts the fantasy football podcast on sports gambling podcast network. Subscribe to both of those. He does a ton of work all over really impressive uh, resume he's got there. So here we go. Um, I'm seeing what Darius Harper, Darius Harper is the pick. And uh, we'll take a look at Darius Harper, who I believe is a Cincinnati Bearcat. Sure is. Cincinnati Bearcats spent some time with the I'm just going to go ahead and say the San Diego Chargers cuz they just don't they haven't earned the LA yet but uh yeah I mean look this is a guy 66 300 pounds, uh 24 years of age um uh, when you look at you look at his career first off you're part of a winning program in college I I know Cincinnati a uh, group of five but hey they they uh they have talent and they've put a lot of pros in the league so Darius Harper what do you make of the pick Uh, I like
2: it. He was tabbed as a semifinalist for the Joe Moore award. So that's good. Uh, And then averaged an ACC best 5.6 yards per carry. So, you know, he can open up the run game for you, which is exactly what you want to happen. Uh, So yeah. And then the running backs ran for 212.4 yards per game on the ground. So yeah, this, this is going to be a good pick for uh, them. If they want to open up that run game.
0: Yeah, and and uh, I'm seeing the picks coming in. Gamblers grab Brandon Hittner. Now, first off, anybody with the name Hittner needs to be playing football. I like it. Um, The Rams uh, had him uh, most most recently. He tried out for the Indianapolis Colts back on September 14th, Uh, and he's been a part of uh, several teams. Like I said, the Los Angeles Rams, the New York Jets, and the Buffalo Bills. Um, So this is a guy that's 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 well versed. He's been he's been playing for a few years now. Uh, I like the pick. It makes sense to me as a guy that that's been on practice squads. Like I said, an incredibly thin line between uh the practice squad or the reserve and and playing in the whether it's the USFL or the CFL or the XFL. So, um, I think it's a great pick, and I think it's a guy that will will have an impact immediately for the Houston Gamblers. What do you make of that pick?
2: Well, he was the CAA Commissioner's Academic Award smart guy who started all eleven games uh, of his career his senior year at Villanova. So again, a Villanova kid, which, you know, that, that's a good football program. If ever, there could be one. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I like to pick two, um, didn't look like there was that much of a reach here. So yeah, I, I yeah. Like thank you, Brandon Hittner. Welcome to
0: the league. <laughs> Yeah. Go gamblers. Okay. Next up, we got the new Orleans breakers on the clock. As we go through the offensive linemen, you know, not a a lot of times people forget how important the offensive line. they don't get the shine they should get. But uh, I am seeing Paul Adams is drafted. Paul Adams from Missouri. Um, He is going to be a, what is this A, a breaker? I believe, right? A breaker. Paul Allen, not the uh, uh, Paul Adams. I'm sorry, not Paul Allen, the, the, the rich Microsoft guy, but uh, yeah, this is Paul Adams and uh, Hey, well, you're playing once again, Q sec conversation. You're playing, you're starting in the sec. Um, It's a guy that grew up in Nashville, Tennessee, Um, but this is a guy that played a lot. So he's a team captain. You gotta like to see that back in 2018 with the Missouri tigers. Uh, with Barry Odom as the head coach. And, and look, this team, uh, they gave up the, what, what is this? They, they gave the fewest sacks per game during the regular season. That is impressive. All right. And if he's your team captain, he's a big part of that reason. All right. I can tell you that right there. Um, Fewest tackles for loss allowed. And uh, yeah, 11th in the nation and fewest sacks allowed 11th in the nation. That is impressive. And he's start. He's been starting since 2016. I mean, three years of, st- of playing of starting in the SEC in college football. That's that's a guy that uh, is pretty damn good. And he even saw he even played in three games as a freshman in 2015. So I think it's uh, it's a just off that alone. I'm sold on Paul Adams uh, being a, a good pick for um, the Breakers. Next up, uh, I, I, I want your take on it. But the the draft is moving along. Keith Williams. Is going to the Panthers, Keith Williams. Um, I feel like there's a lot of Keith Williams out there. Um, but uh, yeah, what do you? uh, Here we are, the the Panthers, Jeff Fisher. He's offensive line. I know what I want. I'm not going to drain the clock here. He's from Nebraska. And uh, wait, if I'm counting this correctly, yeah, okay, it's like I said, there's a lot of Keith Williams out there. Um. I almost gave you a guy that was drafted in 2011, but no, this is a Colorado state Ram. Uh, and look, I can tell you this uh, Colorado state, you know, they ran the hell out of the ball in 2020. So uh, he started three games for them. He did miss this. That it was only a four game season uh, due to COVID uh, 2019. He got some starts, um, but really he's kind of an inexperienced player because he played a uh, reserve role in two games in 2018. He got a couple starts in 2019. And then he started uh, the first three, three of the four games for their season in 2020. So inexperienced as all can be um, did play in 10 games at independence community college. Once again, uh, originally from Baltimore, Maryland, uh, this is one of those ones where I, I can't assess too much from this. Uh, he had 17 offers though, for, for D one college football. So what do you make of this draft pick?
2: Uh, again, what inexperience? These are guys that I think are just going to mold, right? I mean, these aren't uh, offensive line guys are important, and I guess they they saw something in him that they know that they can sort of shape into what they need out of him. So, yeah,
0: and and yeah, uh, look, they they I, I got to just move along because of uh, we got uh, we got a guy who's just uh, I feel like uh, John Gruden. We're talking about a guy here, Joss. No, uh, Garrett McGinn. Is now a New Jersey General. He is a East Carolina Pirate graduate, so you know that um, this has to be played. Because when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time. Or you don't coach at East Carolina. You don't come to East Carolina. You don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart. Write it now. Write it. What a draft pick by the New Jersey Generals. And I'll also queue up this. <laughs> The of ECU. we do believe in the Pirates in the spirit of ECU yes I did go there so I mean hey all right it's a great pick you're you know I this he's gonna win MVP first year uh first off it's alignment to win MVP in the USFL give it to uh we got we got Nick we got Nick coming in here is this NC Nick coming in here hey hey what's going on guys well, you know, my, when my pirates are getting drafted things, good things are <laughs> happening. I got a feeling the best player in the, uh, just came off the board. The best player in the whole draft, Garrett McGinn just came off the board, but what's wrong. what's your, uh...
1: wrong, <laughs> incorrect. The best player on the board came off the, uh, came off the board with the second pick. And that is to my bandits bandit ball with Jordan. Ta- I mean, can you get a steal with a second pick in the draft? Cause he should have went
0: first. Yeah, uh, uh, he really should have. And the bandits, uh, overall, hey, I know you're a bandit ball guy, and, uh, and I'm going to play that song for a second there, but uh, the I think they've been having a sneaky go draft. I, th- I, like I think with that, yeah, with getting Tamu or however you pronounce that name, I think uh, we saw what he could do with the St. Louis Battlehawks. But uh overall, I mean, you, you were shocked with the Shea Patterson pick, right? Yeah. I mean, I think
1: we all we were all kind of expecting uh Jordan Tamu to be the first pick overall just due to his, you know, success, you know, in the XFL, the fact that he's been on a lot of uh, you know, training camps or NFL rosters. So, uh the fact that he falls down to us with the second pick and you know, look, Todd Haley has done good things with offenses led by good quarterbacks, whether it be big Ben, whether it be Kurt Warner in Arizona when they went to the super bowl. So uh, I think this is a great fit. I think this offense is going to be lights out and, you know, and then to, you know, to build up the defensive line with those three guys, did you know, McKee Brown is the guy that got tossed from the national championship game against Georgia when he tried to fight his own assistant
0: coach? Oh look that hey that's something that I like. I love some fire in a guy. Exactly. He's, yeah, maybe I mean, the assistant especially. coach sent it, <laughs> Maybe the assistant coach sent a text to his girlfriend the night before. You never know. Yeah, especially, right? you know, in a pass
1: rusher, you want some feistiness. Now you just gotta reel it in a little bit. And you know, he's he's a few years older now, but um I like you know the fact that he played for Alabama before transferring to Tennessee State. I mean six five, two fifty and then you know michael scott from the office 65245 yeah you know, he played at a couple of different colleges you know so he's he's used to adversity he's had to you know earn it wherever he's been um and then the last guy adam schuler from florida the transfer from west virginia i mean he's just an undersized interior defensive lineman you know who's I, from everything i've been reading he's just you know tenacious a tireless worker you know kind of that you know bring your lunch pail type guy that you know i'm going to root for so I am thrilled with the draft so far. I think uh the league is on notice.
0: Yes, yes, yes and they got their pick coming up offensive lineman uh you know maybe they go for a Sean Brown from Mississippi Valley State. I don't know. You got any names? I I, I mean look, there's a lot of names out there that uh based on our board there's still uh, you know good offensive linemen out there so uh and it seems we've had picks just rolling man. So Nick, I'll let you roll and uh because we got to get to some of these picks. We had uh, appreciate you hopping on. Everyone, give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. He is a co-host of the College Football and College Basketball Experience. Okay, since we were gone, I'm sorry, Rod. We're just going 100 miles an hour. This is like the the NASCAR, right? This is this is. Uh, I feel like Earnhardt Junior. Here, <laughs> you are. You should just put a three on you or. Eight on you. <laughs> Uh, Blake Allen camper goes to the stars. He sounds like a guy that definitely could sing you a country song. Uh, he is a guy from South Carolina, three-star recruit Hey, but once again, this guy, six eight three eleven, 11, got it done there. Then we have uh, Tyler Catalina and this is him on the screen now going uh, the pick after. So, I mean, just uh, to the Tampa Bay bandits, there you go, Nick, you got your boy there. Uh, in uh in Tyler Catalina. Look, I've been to Catalina Island out here in LA. And uh yeah, they're uh they they're they're efficient there. No, Tyler uh C- Catalina, I honestly I'm pulling it up as we speak, guys. We are behind the eight ball, but I appreciate you rocking with us um as we try to uh forecast, you know, what teams we like, what picks we like. Tyler Catalina played in the CFL most recently this past year with the Ottawa Red Blacks, and he had been there for a couple of years. Oh, yeah, sorry. unfortunately, yeah,
2: unfortunately, he didn't get to play in 2020 because uh, he, he the whole COVID situation ached out that season, so he didn't get to play. And then uh, he didn't end up playing with them. He did resign in February, but uh, yeah, I mean, he never really got a whole lot of run on it either. So,
0: well, I mean, overall, okay. he's experienced. He played for the Washington Redskins for two years or three years, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Carolina Panthers. Now, um, that's experience. He, you know, he's from Rhode Island via Georgia. All right. He was at Georgia uh, sec, you know, offensive lineman. And then he transferred to Rhode Island where he started all the game, all conference player in the CAA. Um, Yeah. I think it's a pretty good pick considering. So uh, Tyler, he
2: he did, he did play well for the red blacks. I mean that, like I said, he didn't get a lot of run, but he did play enough. He, he appeared in six games for him. That was a rough season though, for the red blacks as they were rebuilding So he got a lot of, he got a lot of, uh, of experience in adversity because that was a very rough go for it. He had three different quarterbacks that he was trying to guard, uh, a running back stable. That was not necessarily the most elite in the, uh, CFL. So, um, if he knows anything about rebuild years and and startup years, this is the guy that knows.
0: There we go. And, uh, look, We got more picks coming. It's coming in hot, but, and we got USFL, Jim and the Wolf of Oaklawn chase on deck to come back and talk about this beautiful, beautiful USFL draft that we got going. But first we got to get to a word from our sponsors on the USFL gambling podcast.
2: This SGPN live coverage of the USFL draft on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is going to give you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit. Receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry head over to stable to get started today. We are also brought to you by IP vanish safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data right now. It's super easy to use. IP vanish is all you have to do. Tap one button and you're instantly protected. Go to ipvanishcom slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IP dot com slash SGP. And of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app. It is your home for all me, of our free picks, me. podcasts, and life, live streams
0: just like this one. All right, buddy.